And some of y'all don't prefer to sit on bleachers. It's amazing that some people can sit on bleachers for hours and hours watching basketball games and volleyball games.
It is like the precious oil upon the head coming down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard coming down upon the edge of his robe. It is like the dew of Hermon coming down upon the mountains of Zion, for there is for there the Lord commanded the blessing life evermore. How good it was. One grande ilusi. How big and how sweet it is. Right? When we dwell together in harmony. You know, I, I, uh, Megan lets me sing here once in a while on the praise to you. And, and, and Sherry, if you'll notice, I sing, I sing this out of Sherry because Sherry keeps me in harmony. Because uh, I can get out of tune. And, and, and y'all know when something gets out of tune, it doesn't sound good, does it? It's like, you know, somebody's playing the guitar and all of a sudden the string breaks up.
when you look at the temple, there was a there was a half shekel temple tax that was given. And, and the temple tax was required of everyone. Everyone looked. It didn't matter if you had a lot or if you didn't have anything. Every year a temple tax was given. And so that was everyone contributed. When there's unity, everyone contributes. When there's when we're flowing in the right direction, everyone is participating. Everyone's a part. Everyone's going in the right direction. Look, the enemy doesn't like that. The enemy wants to bring disruption and destruction. And, and I love the fact that that we are called to strive for unity, to, to work at unity because unity costs us something. It's not easy. So I said, amen. I mean, David said that he would not offer the Lord that which is, that which has cost him nothing. In other words, I think so many times we've got called up in the Western mentality of give me, give me, give me. My rights are this and my rights are that. And this is what I want. And I'm not happy until I get what I want. But when you realize that, that unity will cost you something. If you've been married for any given time, you know that that's true. Thank you. 
Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 1 says, Therefore I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling for which you have been called, with all humility. Say that word, humility. With all humility. That's a hard word. So I said, I'm humble, I'm the bad It's not just 
And so when you think about the oil, it was for the anointing, it was for the, the consecration of soil. And they used it in this passage of Exodus chapter 30 to anoint the utensils. They used it to put the oil on Aaron, the, the high priest, because of the consecration. Say, he is separated for the service of God. And God has called us to separate from among them, to walk in the holiness and righteousness, to be the people of God, the anointed people of God, so that we can impact the world. Amen. The anointing also shows hospitality. Because you think about even Psalms 23. Says he anointed my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Jesus said in Luke chapter seven, and he went into the house, and there they begin to they begin to, to, to complain about him. Don't you know that this woman's a sinner? Yet she's brought this oil in here, and she is anointing her feet. He said, from the moment I walked into the door, you didn't offer oil for my head, but from the moment she's walked in, she has not ceased to anoint my feet with oil. Come on, The oil is a sense of refreshing. Can you imagine being in the arid heat of the Middle East every single day? The dry sand and the dustiness that prevails. And yet when you walk in someone's house, it was a, it was a blessing for them to wash your feet. And to put some oil on your head from all the heat. Some of us need a little more oil than others. <laughs> Praise God. So the anointing. It's for anointing. God help us to walk in the anointing because it's the anointing that makes the difference. It's the anointing that transforms our life. It's the anointing that, that allows us because. When you think of the anointed, he is the king of kings, the anointed, the Messiah, and we are called to be Christians. We are called to be those who are anointed along with him. We need the oil of God to unify us so that we're walking in the same mindset, in the same spirit, in the same anointing that he walks in. It also signifies the authority because when they brought that oil out and they put it on the high priest, it literally says that same passage that do not put this oil on the flesh. I'm thinking, hmm, I like that little stuff. What do you mean? Because they poured it on Aaron. They poured it on the kings as a sense of authority. They were taking a position of authority and therefore the anointing was you that when we walk in the anointing, we walk under the authority of God. We walk under the power of God. We have the King's voice. We have the King's ear. We are His hands and feet and speaking. And the anointing brings the authority of God into the situations that we have. Too many times we tolerate so many things in our life, and the Lord is saying, if you will just let, surrender yourselves to me, if you will just walk in the anointing of God, you can say that now. They're still walking with those past feelings. We might try to bury them in God. 
begins to try to replicate. But that anointing is so much, the anointing of the Lord is so, so powerful, you can't replicate it. It goes on and says, it's like the dew of Hermon. Fresh dew, fresh dew coming from on high. 
Let's worry about making sure we're attentive to the enemy's plan. Because if you're not attentive, it's easy to get distracted. And it's time for us to get attentive to the enemy's plan because, because if our eyes are on him, we're going to win this movie. I'm believing for sons and daughters to be saved. Amen. Sunday. Let's come back together next Sunday at Alcoa Marable Church of God.